Hello, and welcome to the Meltdown City Podcast with your hosts, Nicole Johnson and Allie Sundet. Our podcast is about reckoning with our restlessness and figuring out where we want to go next. We hope to laugh, inspire, connect. Thanks for listening. Woo! Woohoo! Hello! Hey, Allie. Hey, how are you, Nicole? <laughs> I'm good. Nice to see you. Yeah, you too. Oh my gosh, today I'm really excited because we are sitting in the basement of like the safe room of the <laughs> Riveter. Yeah, and we are. We, I, we've got a special guest with us today. Yep, Barry Fott. I am. I am here. Yes, we are in the safe room. Uh, it is a safe in a room downstairs. We have no cell phone service, so I hope that this door opens up when we leave. I know. <laughs> we might be stuck down here. We're in the Riveter in Seattle, so if you, can't, if you don't hear from us, come looking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And we're sitting crisscross applesauce on the floor because the room was recently reorganized. Reorged, right. But um, we're, we're okay. We're, we're, gonna, yeah. we're just going to roll with Stealing. it. I love it. So we, so Barry is here, and I just wanted to bring him in and, and talk to you guys today because he has uh, three successful coffee shops in Seattle, and he um, is opening up a new one in SeaTac, and he he runs and owns Broadcast Coffee and Broadcast Coffee Roasters, right? Right. Um, and I feel like he, well, I mean, he should tell you himself, but I feel like he, you know, did sort of left the corporate world and then moved and be, had developed his own business. So anyway, welcome. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be, be here and uh, thank you for having me. Well, thanks so much for being here. Yeah. Um, so when did you just know that you wanted to be an entrepreneur and break mm-hmm. out of the corporate world? Um, I've always been kind of like the free-spirited type, like that just didn't like authority and uh, just wanted, kind of just wanted to create my own rules. Um, and then awesome. when I when I moved to Seattle, I got a job working for a you know cell phone company, and um, you know I really liked it. Um, I worked there for seven years. I always complained that I was you know overpaid and underworked. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got bored of my job. Um, uh, but throughout my whole ten- tenure while working there, I I've I always um, just had this. Thing in the brewing in the back of my head that I just really wanted to do something for myself. I really wanted to leave my job. I really wanted to uh, be something that's customer focused because I just love working with, you know, you know people. Um, and I think that being in Seattle, you know, doing coffee shop was something that just I just wanted to do. Um, mm-hmm. So one day I just did it. Can I ask you a little bit more about that? Yeah. Because it's Seattle and because Starbucks, you know, originated here, did that make you feel reluctant to start considering the competition in the area? Um, it, it didn't. I didn't even take that into factor at all. Like sometimes the way that I think is I just jump mm-hmm. and then I'll figure it out along the way. Mm-hmm. But I think that Starbucks um, being in Seattle and having such a prominent ex- exposure to Starbucks I think that is why other small coffee shops can exist because they introduce people to drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and when people don't want their sugary drinks and they want to drink just coffee with just espresso and milk, mm-hmm. maybe they don't find Starbucks to their liking, so they look for smaller indie- independent coffee shops like us. Mm-hmm. Um, so my success is because of that. Mm. That's amazing. 
What was the, was there a turning point when you were working at Verizon that you, when you knew you wanted to make a change? Like, was there a day where you were like, fuck, yeah. I gotta stop this. I gotta leave. Uh, you know, it, it was, I, I was in government sales, um, and Verizon has sent us to this motivational sp- speech seminar, uh, where Colin Powell spoke. <gasps> and, uh, it was that day he said something that has stuck with me. It was like, you have to look at, you have to wake up every day, look at yourself in the mirror and say, I love myself and I love what I do. And then you can be successful. Hmm. And I was thinking, well, I do love myself and I don't love what I do. I, I like what I do. I just don't love what I do. So that just got the ball spinning. You know, okay, maybe I need to go find that coffee shop mm-hmm. um, and just leave my job. When was that that you found? Uh, the, or how did, like, what mm-hmm. year was it and how did that all happen? So that was early, it was, it was uh, early 2008 is when I started the search. Um, it was, I would search and then I would not search and then it was like, I started really getting serious the sum- summer of 2008 where I was just like, okay, I identified at a few ca- cafes that I liked. Um, I would meet with the owners, get all the financials and whatnot, and kind of just um, do that. And that was kind of what I did back and forth throughout the years. Uh, But this one, it was just like, okay, I found these cafes that I liked, and I identified one that I really liked. Um, I met with the owners, saw everything, and I was just sitting on it for, and I think it was a couple of months where I just like, just was thinking, okay, maybe this isn't the right time because it's 2008, the economy's shitty, mm-hmm. um, everybody's losing their job, I have a really good job. Yeah. But it was one day where they had just call- called me as I was on my way home from work and they just said, um, hey, we wanna know if you wanna do this because if you don't, we're gonna close. Mm-hmm. And I just said, I'll buy it, mm-hmm. I'll do it. That's incredible. Yeah. Did you, you said you were doing a search, so you were actually searching for coffee shops to to purchase? mm -hmm. Yeah, I I didn't want to do it from the ground up. I figured Mm -hmm. that with all the startup costs that are involved, it's it's much cheaper just to buy somebody else's already built out space Mm -hmm. and then just do your own thing. Oh, that's Um, great. So I would do Craigslist, um, mostly Craigslist, um, but uh, this lead had come to, to me from a friend who... Um, lived near near there. Mm-hmm. He, he knew that it was for sale, and he told me about it. And how did you land on the idea of a coffee shop? Is this just something that you really enjoy, like drinking it? <clears throat> I've always liked coffee um, f- forever since, I mean, ever since Starbucks moved my hometown, like I, I drank coffee. I mean, mm-hmm. I used to go to Star- Starbucks. I loved my uh, white chocolate mochas and my caramel macchiatos. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So... Um, culture. Yeah, I, and I, I really didn't understand coffee. Yeah. Um, but I, I knew that I liked sugary drinks, so yeah. um, that's what I would do. Um, so I thought, well, coffee is big in Seattle, and I wanted to work in food. I wanted to work with people. Mm-hmm. And so I just never thought in my head that I wanted to do anything else but something small like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Excellent. Okay. Um, what's been the high point? Of owning your own <clears throat> coffee shop 
Uh, the high point, I think, um, I think the high point is, is, is every day. Like mm -hmm. I wake up every day, you know, I've been in, bi in business for over 10 years now. Mm -hmm. And, and this may sound kind of just weird, but I just wake up or kind of corny, but I just wake up every day and I just love my job. I love having like a million things to do. Mm -hmm. I love that, you know, there's, there's, there's no downtime. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm very ADD. So this is kind of a perfect thing for me to do mm -hmm. um, because I call the shots. Mm -hmm. I can change things if I want to. If I easily get bored of something, then we can look for other things to do in new ways and whatnot. So um, the high point has just been that I get to wake up every day and and know that this business is mine and I've built with all my employees and I love it. That's amazing. That's and amazing. What are your like biggest learnings along the way? I mean, you've been doing this for 10 years now. <clears throat> yeah. but can you say to anybody doing a operation similar to this? Yeah, so I would say that, you know, I think that some learning experience that, um, that I've learned is you really have to love what you do uh, because it is something that you think about every day. Mm -hmm. um, you have, you know, any type of thing that's going on in your life, work is always in your mind. Mm. Um, you dream about work, you wake up, you think about work. Mm -hmm. And if it's not something that you're really passionate about, mm -hmm. um, then it's gonna really wear on you. Mm -hmm. And then your business will, it'll wear on your business as well because people see that like, mm -hmm. um, and then, um, but I also would say like a lot along the way too, is like, if you have a job and you want to start your own business or do your own thing, like get your shit in gear, mm -hmm. like get financing, mm -hmm. get lines of credit, mm -hmm. get business credit cards before you leave your job. Mm -hmm. It's easier to do all that stuff while you're employed. Right. Than, than when you're not employed. When you're self-employed, like going to banks and getting loans to do build-outs and expansions mm -hmm. is really hard. Mm. Can I ask you a little <laughs> bit about that? What was the conversation yeah. with the bank like? How does that work? So when I opened up my first location, I cashed out my, my, my like 401k. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, so, and then uh, when I opened up my second location, um, I got a loan from a small business uh, organization, um, Business Impact Northwest. They're mm -hmm. a wonderful service in the Central District. Ooh, shout uh, out to the Central District. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Our neighborhood. Um, that's where we live, yep. And that's where broadcast start, started. Um, and then when I opened up my third location, um, I didn't get a loan from that just because the landlord um, really wanted me in their space and they gave me pretty much That's anything awesome. that I like, wanted. Cool. But, but yeah. But then my fourth location, um, uh, I had to go get a loan from a bank. And after being in business for, you know, eight years at that time, it, was, it wasn't as, as hard. That's mm. amazing. So yeah. Was there a low point at all in this in this process? Were you ever like, what the what did I just do? What and what did you learn from it? I mean, I think that the low point, the only low, the only time I ever thought about what did I just do is when I agreed to to buy to open to you know take over this 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 other person's business. Um, I'm like, you know, right when I got home, I just like. 
I immediately went to the bathroom and I looked at myself in the mirror and I'm just like, what the fuck did I just do? Here? <laughs> I, I, goodbye to my weekends. Goodbye yeah. to like anything. Kush. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I would clock out on my job and be, go home and just do whatever I wanted. But, mm-hmm. but from that day on, there wasn't an option. Right. So, um, but yeah, I would say like, you know, and you asked about low, the low, low points. Um, yeah, I think that the low points would have just been you know, getting financing during those, those like, you know, er, early years. Like mm-hmm. banks is like being really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and even to this day, like it's still hard. Um, mm-hmm. So I just would say um, get your stuff in gear before you leave your job. And I would say always hire a good accountant mm-hmm. uh, starting from day one. That mm-hmm. way your books are always in order. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good advice. Um, so, yeah. Wow. How did you break out into the, the bean roasting business? Uh, so I was, um, for many years, I was serving uh, Stumptown. Um, mm-hmm. My friend owned his own co- coffee roasting business. And um, he just reached out one day and said, I bought this new roaster, I have this new space, do you want to learn to roast? And I will teach you everything. So That's I'm just incredible. like, yeah, yeah. I thought that was an awesome, awesome you know, opportunity for me. Um, gives me more control over the coffees that I serve, um, over quality, mm-hmm. um, and it gives me a brand that I can do, I can then sell to to other restaurants and other coffee shops and mm-hmm. cafes. I just want to say, like, when it, you know, I I've been going to broadcast off and on for a, a while since probably two thousand and eleven, mm-hmm. and um, or twelve, and I remember being really impressed with you, Barry, by your ingenuity and and all the things that you were doing, and then. And then later you were roast, you were roasting your own beans, and I was like, "Wow, this is so awesome! Like, not every coffee shop does it. Like, not like it, so. It's interesting for to me to learn about how you got involved with that. But I was just super impressed. Yeah, and 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 I, you know, I I'm I'll, I say that I'm really lucky. Like, I have like I think the best employees that anybody can ever ask for. Um, my friends, you know, I think the coffee community. Is pretty is is pretty close, um, uh, so like you know my friend who who does his own co- coffee roasting um, instead of trying to selling me his beans he's like hey why don't I teach you to roast mm-hmm. that's so cool because um, I, I I would never know where to I started like wow I mean that is just another world mm-hmm. um, <coughs> excuse me yeah I can't imagine yeah. And did you have a mentor along the way or any anything like that? <clears throat> I, I didn't. Like, um, I, I'm just the type of person, like I said before, that, you know, I just, I'm a survivor. I'll say that, like, if I, if I, if I start something, I'm just going to try my best to always succeed and um, keep my head above water. Um, so with that, I just, I just... Fake it till you make it. Type That's of awesome. Thing. Yeah, I believe in that. 
And also, you're good. It's good to know that about your survivor. We live in the same neighborhood, so I'll yeah. come find you when the <laughs> apocalypse happens. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got rain barrels of water. I've got a lot of coffee. Oh shit! Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we can brew some. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be awake the whole time. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's true. When the zombies come. Oh, it's almost Halloween too. So. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. Apropos. Um, do you have any advice for folks that are maybe, you know, thinking about changing their career, you know, going from the corporate setting to something yeah. more? I mean, rogue? yeah, and like I said before, it's like get a good business plan, get a good accountant, get good fi- financing, mm-hmm. all that stuff before you leave your job. Mm-hmm. And then one thing that I always say to people is that if you really want to do something mm-hmm. and you're really passionate about it, you this is something that you can do just every day and wake up and just do this one thing over and over and over again. We're always going to give ourselves an excuse of why mm-hmm. you can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, the timing's not right. The economy's not good. I don't have enough money saved up, mm-hmm. whatever. But I just have learned that the timing is never right. Mm-hmm. So just, just fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Excellent. That's I love it. Just fucking do it. That's so, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I live by those words. I'm trying to live by those words. Mm-hmm. Uh, do do we want to do our crazy new <laughs> list? Yeah. I love so it. So you're going to be our guinea pig. Okay. Our first guest to experience the list. The Meltdown City podcast trademark list. All right. Okay. So what is your favorite thing about yourself? Um, my favorite ability about myself mm-hmm. is my favorite ability. I think I have a favorite. Well, just favorite thing. Yeah. I think that I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a really strong person. Like I, I'm a runner, I'm, I'm a swimmer, I'm a biker, I'm a triathlete. So I think that I'm really tough on, under like situations. Like I can be on my feet all day. I can move bags of coffee that are 170 pounds. Um, and I don't get tired easily, even though I'm in my 40s now. Yeah. Um, so I like the I like that I'm I'm still agile and I mm-hmm. feel young. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe great. I don't look young. You look you, young. Yeah. You're just saying that. No, no. no exercise <laughs> is the key to use. Yes, I think, and you know, also great for mental health. I notice. It is. And you're we're aging, and we have to work out to you know. <laughs> to be to be sane. Yeah, those morning I do a, I do a run every morning and. Um, that's just how I clear my head. Mm, that's cool. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, and you've done an Ironman, an Ironman, yeah. right? It's a half Ironman, yeah. Fucking dope. That's I want to awesome. do that someday. That's an inspiration. It's, Such yeah. an inspiration. Uh, where's your happy place? Mentally or, or physically? Either. I think mentally. Like, mentally, maybe. Mentally. You know, where do you go if like, you're in the middle of a super frantic day, you've just been carrying all those beans, maybe you mm-hmm. have like a customer complaint? Yeah, I think that I think my happy place is I I just want to go home yeah. and just sit on my couch yeah. and just recharge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Okay, um, what's the thing that you think every person should experience? Traveling. Yes. Any particular place or just travel? Anywhere out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So. Um, that's just in line with my philosophy. <laughs> you, so, what's your recurring thought at the moment? 
How am I going to survive winter in Seattle? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you should know that. We've been here long enough to know that. I have. No, the yeah. Great Depression. Yeah. Cold. Yep. Well, I'm. Well, we fog now. I'm, so I'm, that's I'm new. married now, and like usually, usually in the past, I can just jet off somewhere for a weekend. But now, my my. My beloved husband um, has to have buy-in as well. Oh, yeah. So, and he doesn't like to fly. Um, so it's on the well, ground. Trips, yeah, and you can't quite as go as far in a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. On the ground, I guess. Um. Okay, so when you are feeling down, what's something that you do that just makes it worse? Oh, makes it worse? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Go. <laughs> if I'm feeling down... Um, maybe eat something super sweet, like a tub of ice cream or drink <laughs> too many beers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Classic. I think the ice cream part would be worse. Yeah. The does it make you kind of so feel much. sick? It does after the fact, mm-hmm. but not during oh, the pint so of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. I, I can... I can, I can eat a pint and not feel bad until after I'm done. Yeah. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah. Where did it go? Yeah. Did I just I'm going to regret that tomorrow. What has recently surprised you? Um, <clears throat> I would say I am surprised by, you know, this is October 29th and there's been a lot of bad shit happening around here, but I'm also, I'm, I'm, I am surprised by the resilience of how nice people are when there are, um, bad things that happen. Mm. Um, yeah. So, and I'm, and I, and today I just learned that like 209,000 people in Seattle have already voted. So I've, Fucking love that. Isn't that great? I did. <laughs> I haven't done it yet, but I'm gonna do it. I have my ballot. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Yeah, I'm gonna do it too. Good job. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We all have That's to. how many people you said? Two hundred and nine. <sighs> Thousand. That's amazing. In C- I think that was Seattle or King County, but it's mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. So Okay. Is there a problem you think should have been solved by now? And this could be a national, a, you know, a citywide problem, you know, yeah. global. You can take it wherever you want to go. Um, I would say I'm going to take this to the country of the United States. Okay. And I just think that, I think that if I had to pick one thing, mm-hmm. it would be universal health care. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick two things it would be education as well mm-hmm. like a good education yeah and three things housing mm. like i think people have a right to health care housing and education yes and and food and i just don't know why uh, of a country who's so rich mm-hmm. who can have who can be in the position that we're in right now and it's tough mm-hmm. yeah yeah great thoughts yeah. So, what's your favorite way to take care of yourself? Um, exercise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't say I eat healthy because I do not. <laughs> um, and I think that 
taking time out for yourself. I need, you know, I like myself, I need like a half an hour, an hour a day just to kind of be by myself. So that's important. Um, and I think just trying to be nice to other people as much, you know? Don't get mad at like when somebody cuts you off, you know, mm-hmm. when you're driving your car, because maybe they didn't mean to. And I know that you get mad, but you cut people off too, and you know that you don't mean to. So mm-hmm. put yourself in other people's shoes mm-hmm. um, before you react. Let's say it advice. Yeah. So when you get mad, get, you know, it, it's not taking care of yourself. It's just like you don't want, you just stay calm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Practice empathy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We yeah. never know what other people are going through. Oh, and through. watch the Ellen show every day. I think that if I had a tough day, I like to go home and just watch her. I love Ellen. So. She's so great. She's <laughs> got so many positive things yeah. to say and do. She's funny. Yeah. Laugh. Yeah. Yes, laughter. And who do you want to thank and why? Thank? Mm-hmm. And why? Um, gosh, I have, that's a really tough one. Um, there's a lot of people that I would think. Um, but I would say for, you know, personally, my, you know, Sam, my husband, um, <laughs> you know, we're coming up to Thanksgiving, so this is events I'll be thankful for, but this, yeah. you know, we've been together for two years. And he puts up with all of my work obligations, mm-hmm. all of our um, charity benefits that we go to, all of my mar- mar- marathon, triathlon trainings that I do. He's there at all of them, uh, even in the cold rain. Mm-hmm. Um, my number one cheerleader. Um, so for, for the last couple of years, yeah, he's been like my main rock. Um, and professionally, I would say... I would say my general manager, Natalie, Mm -hmm. um, she is in charge of all of my locations and all of the staff. And without her professionally, like, I would just go nuts. Yeah. There's a lot that she filters through. Mm. And and, uh, so, yeah, like I said, like, I have some of the best employees ever, and I'm just so thankful for that. Mm. That's great. I'm sure Natalie is, like... Very grateful to have you as her boss. <laughs> yeah. But that's a heck of a ton of work, man. Yeah. Four locations, lots of people. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of work, yeah. Yeah. Well, so. thanks so much for spending time with us down yeah, in the basement it's, it's of the Riveter. I really love that you, <laughs> I feel like you, you're, comes, your heart just comes from a really good place. I feel like what you're speaking about is just really honest and real, and hopefully everybody out there, um, could learn something um, and be inspired by you. I certainly mm-hmm. am. Yeah, me too. It's a good reminder. You never yeah. Know. yeah. So anyway. Well, thank you so much. Okay. Oh, it's been great. Well, thank you. I'm gonna thank do you. a dorky high five. Do it. Woo! I will too. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Okay. Peace out. Peace out. Did I just say peace out? You did. Thanks for tuning in today. Please follow us on Instagram at Meltdown City Podcast, or you can email us at MeltdownCityPodcast at gmail.com, or you can check us out on our website at MeltdownCityPodcast.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.